0: Welcome, everyone, to the first installment of Natty One. It's going to be a 5 Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I am the DM. I'm Philip, And I'm joined by my brothers today. You want to introduce yourselves?
1: Hi, I'm Steven. And I'm Andrew.
0: All right. And then I guess we'll just jump right into it. Uh, although, actually, uh, we are going to have one more person, hopefully, joining us. Uh, my girlfriend, Maeve. Maybe she'll join us next week if... She actually wants to play. <laughs> All right. So, can y'all just introduce your characters real fast so that we know who you're playing?
1: I am Bloodin, the fairy warlock, with my sidekick familiar Pidden.
0: Pigeon. Hmm. Did you say your your side your familiar's name was Pigeon? Pidden. Pidden. Got you.
1: Yes. P I I thought maybe he
0: was a pigeon, and I was like, some good. Good character building right there.
1: No, he's a sprite.
0: So you're a fairy with a sprite,
1: huh? Yes. So I am
2: Jorge Washingtono. I am a level three paladin, a far traveler, and a half elf, And I know all about my family history. And I have spent a great deal of time developing this character. He's very, very deep. Mm, I can tell.
0: do y'all maybe have a little backstory to share on your characters
2: i absolutely do so i jorge washingtono am a devotee of the religion democritus democritus praises the god benjaminius franklinius um he goes by many names so if the name changes at all it's because of that it's not because of me forgetting the name of my god um, I was born in a cave. I'm currently age 69, so it's a very nice year for me. And it's been a while since I was in that cave, but I do know where the cave is. My parents, I know both of them. My mother's name is Heather. She was a lawful good human that worked as an artisan of some kind. I'm thinking she worked as like a clay potter, and that I'm really familiar with like pottery Um, because I started on at a young age. It's not necessarily like in my listed skills, but if that ever comes up, I do know how pods work. You do know pods. Okay. She is alive and well. My father was named Nim Oxfordness. He was more of a neutral elf. You know, he just kind of like coasted, right? He was a very chill dude. He worked as a farmer. Mm, he grew very interesting crops. We're not going to get into what type of crops he grew, but he was very chill. We were okay. all very friendly together. Like, I just had a, you know, pretty good upbringing. I was really, like, close to my family, but then when I was a few years ago, um, a terrible blight swept through my village and all of the crops died and many of the people, including my father, this led me to have, like, a bit of an existential crisis, if you will, and as I was walking, you know, around, I saw, before me, I saw the form of Benjamin, Benjaminius Franklinius, who appeared to me and told me that it was my mission to bring the good word of Democritus to the world. And so I, Jorge Washingtono, am setting out to bring the world to democracy I also Man. have a tattoo of an eagle um just across my entire back.
0: All right. Thank you. Very in-depth. I you have to I develop it.
1: backstory. You
0: got it. <laughs> Do you have a little in-depth backstory, Andrew or
1: Not as much as that.
0: I mean, it doesn't have to be Stephen literally generated it off of a computer, so. Yeah.
1: My character's name is Bolden. No, sorry. I keep doing that backwards. It's Blodden. Blodden. Yes. I'm Blodden from
0: the, the fairy.
1: Yes. I'm from the wilds or realm or whatever the heck you would call it in this world. And I made a deal with a genie and got shoved into the physical world.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, we'll just uh, jump right in. So, our adventuring party has just traveled to the village of Nibana. Uh, they've been sent here by the governor or the overruler of the city, Chittin. Uh And they've been sent here because there have been some issues uh, with the plantations being attacked by fiends. And they've done some uh, small jobs for the governor so far, but
2: uh, this is probably the biggest one they've been sent on. Can I ask a quick question about some of this world building? Go for it. Is he a governor or an overruler? I just, because I don't know that I'm willing to work for someone that, you know, rules with an iron hand, but if he was elected democratically, I think I might so be able to support this man. He
0: is, he oversees this small portion of land. There is an over, like an actual emperor.
2: So he's not democratically elected. No, he's
0: not. He was appointed by an emperor.
2: Mm, that's going to be a problem for me because as a paladin, I am a d- devotee of the god Benjaminus Franklinus who, as we all know, is the god of democracy. So I might have to bring democracy to these heathens. We'll just see. (laughs) Okay. So we find
0: y'all standing outside of the Banana Boat Inn in the village of Nibana. Uh, You don't really know what's going on here because he gave you very vague instructions. He was basically just like, there's been some unrest in this village and I would appreciate it if you'd go find out what happened. And the best place to find out what's happening is the inn. So I'll let y'all take it from
2: here. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna walk into the banana boat.
1: I'm gonna yep, look at banana
2: boat in. in. Right, I'm gonna walk into the banana boat in and then uh, what do I see when I walk in? What so it's
0: a very basic room? inn, uh, you know, long uh, wooden uh, table, and like a uh, bar up at the front with a, just a tall, burly man in an apron cleaning some glasses. It's midday, so there's not too many people uh, in there right now. Uh, there's a couple patrons just sitting at the bar and one person uh, sitting in the corner with a light uh, – there's just a minstrel, maybe plucking out some cords uh, over by the fire.
2: I'm gonna walk up to the bar and be like, "So, I heard you had some demon problems.
0: Demons? I have. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, there's been some unrest up at the plantation, but other than that,
2: what do you mean by un, like uh, like riots? Are they interested well, because of the oppressive government we live under? <laughs> Oppressive government,
0: I wouldn't, I would not be heard talking like that if I was you, but uh, there was uh, just some, some fiends are coming out of the forest, uh, attacking the crops and stealing from them. Uh, And all of their uh, slaves have gone missing, apparently, so.
2: As in the slaves, have the slaves like run away? Or like what happened before they went missing?
0: I don't know. Uh, apparently, they just like dipped one day and they were gone.
2: Huh? I mean, they were there
0: one day, gone the next.
2: So, but you're fine with a society that allows slaves? I mean,
0: as long as they're not uh, human slaves, you know what I mean?
2: I mean, what races are okay to be enslaved? Are half elves okay to be enslaved? I say. Oh no I, no like, no nothing. Put my no, no. elbows in the bar and look at him.
0: <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. Just you know the monkeys we got work in the banana plantation.
2: You have monkeys working at a banana plantation?
0: Yeah. Who else would you get to work a banana
2: plantation? When you say it that way, I guess I can't question. But why would you refer to them as slaves if they're monkeys? Well, I mean, they don't work for money. But that would be like... How else? They're
1: intelligent to
2: I don't want to get too deep into this tangent, but when you look at a horse, do you see a slave? Or a, like a beast of burden? Well, but horses can't talk. You have talking monkeys working at your banana plantation.
0: Yeah? So, oh.
2: Is that weird? Oh. I'm, I'm just going to walk away from this man. Um, Apparently we need to go to the plantation and I am just, I'm flustered is what I am.
1: While Steven's character was talking, I would want myself and my familiar to go scouting out this, the, the inn and sort of surrounding areas a bit.
0: All right then. So you were scouting out the area, uh, any particular spot you wanted to go to you rolled a 10 so i mean you don't really get too much you know you can see there's a general goods a blacksmith there's a big house uh, at the end of the kind of main area that's you're guessing is the mayor's house there's an herbalist and then just some other like buildings that aren't labeled or don't have any signs so you're thinking they're probably just like villagers houses
1: I just kind of want to look in all the windows. Okay. I mean when you
0: Mm -hmm. so when you look in the general goods window you know you see general goods. There's a it's like a backpack some apples maybe. Uh, The blacksmith you just general
2: selection of goods.
0: Yeah a very general selection some might say uh and then in the blacksmith, uh, you see him actually outside, uh a very large uh weathered man with a big burly beard. Uh he's just pounding away at his forge. Uh his actually his son is helping him out. Uh he's not really doing too much, but uh he's, you know, quenching the swords and uh the hooves that they're making. So you not know, hooves, uh like horseshoes and stuff like that. So
1: like horses aren't bored with this
0: no they get, you got to nail them on everybody knows that uh and then so all of the like villagers houses are all kind of like blo- uh, blocked off their windows are covered with curtains same with the mayor's house and yep. the herbalist you can't see inside but there's just like a drying rack with some weird looking uh, plants drawing. One kind of looks like some banana leaves, and like mostly just banana-based things.
1: Okay. All
0: right. Are you doing anything else, or
1: thinking? Do some stuff with All right. We'll
0: go back to Stephen real quick. Uh, what you doing in the banana boat inn? Still talking to the innkeeper, or? So I have just
2: been kind of, and you don't have to like play through it, but I've just been kind of asking around, learning more about these monkeys. Basically what I'm trying to determine is if they're sentient beings that need to be freed or if they're just like, you know. So are you like asking the people at the bar? Yeah, I've just been kind of been going around like, hey, what's the deal with these monkeys? Like what's going on? Also trying to figure out like where they might have gone. because that clearly is like tied up in whatever's going on.
0: Right, can you roll a perception
2: check real quick for me? I absolutely can. That was a nine, and my perception modifier is. Character sheet. I have. I have plus two to, so that was an eleven. So I'm very perceptive. Okay.
0: All right. I mean, it's not too difficult to see that it's a pretty small inn, and there's kind of somebody in the corner who has his hood up and is trying not to be seen at all.
2: So when I look at him, but what also, type of, what type of food is in front of him? Does he have bananas?
0: He's not actually eating anything. He has just like a tankard in front of him that you're guessing is probably a banana-flavored ale of some kind.
2: Huh. Am I guessing that because of this person, or just because that's the only thing this inn serves?
0: Well, there's just a very heavy smell of banana in this inn.
2: Okay, I'm going to walk over and be like, hi, how's it going?
0: I don't want to talk, friend. You might as well just leave.
2: Do I get the feeling that this is a monkey pretending to be a person?
0: Uh you can't really tell his hood is very covering his face quite well and it's a pretty dark corner, so mm.
1: i I and, want Pidwin to be invisible and look at at his face under the hood.
0: Wait, so you're sending your familiar in
1: yeah, my familiar is with him already okay, <clears throat>
0: okay. I guess and you're just turning it invisible,
2: yeah. Don't you have to be there to turn it invisible,
1: Andrew? No, it's part of the, it's a sprite, and it can turn invisible on its own.
2: Oh. Okay, roll a stealth check
0: with advantage.
1: Maybe so for the thing. Talking to me or Steven?
0: You, Andrew. Okay. With your sprite stats, I don't know what they are, so.
1: Advantage, okay. 13.
0: All right. So you get up under his hood and you see a very furry looking face.
2: Okay, I, so do you like have your, does your like sprite come out and whisper to me that it's a monkey?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm, so I'm like, how's your banana ale treating you? <clears throat> Can I interest you in like a banana split or anything? I just want to get to know your friend.
0: Uh, well, the banana ale is just as good as it always is. And, well, I don't really like getting to know people.
2: See, I I get that. I, I really do. But I was just thinking, you know, I'm just so tired of living in a society that would tolerate enslaving perfectly good people just because they happen to be monkeys. And so uh, Steven, roll, roll a persuasion check. If you know anyone, it doesn't have to be you, but you just seem like a connected guy. I can tell how personable you are. Um, if you happen to know anyone that's interested in an uprising, just, just keep me in mind. Oh, God, that's a natural one. Natural. One.
0: <laughs> he just says nothing and walks away.
2: Not the friendliest folk here. All right, Whatever. So I'm going to go and walk over to the mayor's house. I want to find out whether or not this village is, uh, how did the mayor get his position? Essentially, is what I want to know. So I'm okay. going to go to the mayor's house and knock on the door.
1: I know what I want to do now,
2: also. OK, Andrew.
1: Um, the mayor was suspicious to me, too, because of all the windows being closed. So I'm going to try breaking in.
0: OK, uh, sure.
1: I'm looking for a small Uh-oh. opening in the side of somewhere. Uh would overlook.
0: All right, so uh, I guess just do a quick uh, investigation check to see if you can find any nook or cranny to squeeze through.
1: We got a 19.
0: All right, so uh, there's actually a little slit up in the top of the roof that looks like it hasn't been patched for a while that you can very tightly slip in through. You don't know if you're going to be able to get back out if you get through, though.
1: Yeah, I'll squeeze through.
0: All right. So you find yourself in a very dusty crawl space in the ceiling. Uh, There's a couple boxes just kind of strewn about and some just a lot of dust, a couple papers that look like haven't been read in years.
1: dusty crawl space. Is there any other ways out of here besides the slit I came through?
0: Oh, yeah. So there's just a little uh, trap door uh, over at the side.
1: Okay. I think I'll... I'll, Oh, I'm going to take a quick read through those papers, see what they are.
0: Uh, They don't really say anything important. It's basically just like ledgers and uh, keeping accounts for the town, you know. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'll start sneaking my way through the rest of the house then, making an investigate, just looking around for... All
0: right. Can you roll a stealth check for me then?
1: I shall. I got a 24. Damn.
0: All right then. So you very quietly uh, open up the trap door, uh, let down the stairs and or the little ladder that lets uh, you up into the attic, and you make your way down to uh, what seems like just... Uh, it's a, you know, second floor, uh, bunch of living quarters, probably closed doors. Uh, there's a long hallway, uh, with three closed doors and then a staircase that leads down.
1: Okay.
0: Um, uh, and then let's go over to Steven real quick.
2: So, I'm right, have... walking
0: over to the mayor's house.
2: I am. So... Assuming nothing else happens, I'm just gonna walk to the mayor's house and knock on the door. Okay, so uh, you knock on the door and
0: you are greeted by uh, a very shy uh, woman who she doesn't. She's just she doesn't look like she's uh, afraid, but she's just kind of like cowering at every noise.
2: I say, "Hello, are you the mayor?"
0: Uh, no, I am not the mayor. Uh, would you like to see my husband?
2: Uh, It depends. Do you, like, is your husband the mayor or is he just another
0: guy? (laughs) Uh, do you have an, he's the mayor, yes. Uh, Do you have an appointment to speak to him today? He's a very busy man.
2: Oh, I don't need an appointment.
0: Uh, are you sure?
2: I am positive. I, well, I guess here's the question. What do you know about democracy?
0: Roll a deception check, real quick.
2: A deception check.
0: Why? She said, I said I don't need an appointment.
2: I don't. I feel like that's. Oh, I don't necessarily expect her to believe me. I mean, I'll roll a deception check. Yes. I rolled a. I got a fifteen. Fifteen plus okay. my charisma. My charisma is plus two. So that would be a 17 for this. OK. So
0: she says, you're right, I guess. You don't need an appointment. Uh, just uh, come right in. You can just sit. Um,
2: Thank you very much. And I just walked through and like pushed the door open. So where's the office at? The office?
0: Uh, no, you can just uh, sit right over here. Uh, this is a nice little waiting area. No, it's okay. Uh, I'll go
2: to okay. his office. Where is it at?
0: No, okay, okay. Um, it's uh, right up the stairs. You see right there. Uh, it's going to be the first door on the right. All right. Just make sure you're to knock before you walk in.
2: I just walk upstairs. Oh God.
1: Um.
2: All yeah. right. So as also, you're
0: walking, like to you have now, an accent? Does who have an accent?
2: Is it too late to give my character an accent? Oh, no. I mean, you can speak however you want. All right. He's going to have an accent now. Just get ready.
0: Okay. Okay, good. (laughs) I'm so ready. Uh, So as you're making your way upstairs, uh, you catch out of the corner of your eye as soon as you get up there, a little fairy floating around coming coming down from the attic.
2: I assume I know who this is, right? I mean, yes, you do know who it is. (laughs) And
0: you expected (laughs) to see him here. I did or I didn't? Well, you didn't fully expect it, but you're not surprised that you saw
2: him. I just kind of make eye contact, do a little, like, nod, but not much, and just keep walking towards the mayor's office.
0: All right. So uh, the mayor's office is the only door on the right side of the hallway and uh do you knock
2: or do you just barge right in i'm just gonna barge right in i said hello sir what do you were you elected or did you just take this role for yourself <laughs> oh god
0: uh so as you barge in you it's a very large and spacious office with uh, quite a number of books that uh it's like a, a bunch of bookshelves and a desk right by the window at the edge of the at at the wall and he's sitting at the desk as soon as you barge in he stands up and uh turns around he's a very gruff looking man got a pot belly kind of pretty short though he's balding and um he kind of runs his hands through his hair and as soon as he sees you he just says
2: who the hell are you no, nah, I think the question is who the hell are you? Cause I need to That's know amazing. I sit down and put my feet up on his desk, right? Like it, I'm assuming there's a chair in front of it. Is there like yeah, a, there's
0: cha- a Yeah. So yeah. there's a there's a little table that it looks like he might meet with people uh in the corner of the room.
2: No, I mean, but his like main desk, are there any chairs around it?
0: Oh, his main desk is facing the window, so it looks like he just like he does his like work there. Oh, and gotcha. He's meeting with anybody. There's a little table that just has some like there's got like a little pitcher of water on there to maybe get some refreshment.
2: Okay. Well and I'm then two chairs. I'm just gonna grab a chair and like sit down and prop my feet up on a table and say, So what I need to know is did you get this job? Well, do you deserve to have this job? Were you elected by your peers? Or is this some type of banana republic you're running over here?
0: Boy, I don't know who the hell you think you are, but... No, I
2: am a servant of the god Benjamin Franklinius and the greater god of Americas. And if you think that I'm going to let you just oppress these people... America's ain't gonna stand for that.
0: Now I don't know what you think you know, but there's no oppression going on here.
2: Were you elected or not? The, that's my question.
0: I was not elected, but all I right, was, that's my all I need to know. We'll be this hearing town more from you soon. And this, all right then.
2: Thank you very I'm much, leaving? sir. And then, oh, so I'm the leaving door's now. Right behind you. I'll be back. You just um, wait. And oh, also I'm this sure whole oppression go. that you and your your cronies are doing of those poor monkeys, nah, I ain't going to stand for that. They are, we don't support slave, America's does not stand for slavery. Maybe some inequality, I'll get, you know, you can have your nice house, I don't care about that and, you know, give the monkeys a shack, but those monkeys will not be your slaves. Good day, sir. And so then I walk out and slam the door behind me.
1: Um. While he while the door was open, I'm gonna fly into the office okay can, so uh, this
2: also does not only is it over the top, but I know that he's poking around, and this is a pretty damn good distraction. yeah, I
0: say you do not have to roll a stealth check because he is quite uh, flabbergasted, I would say uh, <laughs> He was not expecting some random stranger to barge into his office, shout at him for like two minutes, and then leave uh, in the middle of his work day. So <laughs> um,
1: I'm then going to, now that I'm in the office, I up to sort of a, a place that's kind of out of sight. OK. And then I'm going to enter into my bottle. I'm Does my that?
0: Does that do something?
1: Uh, it, basically, I and all my equipment disappear into the bottle, and it's a nicely appointed. It's got a nicely appointed living space for me to just hang out in, that I can hang out in for four hours. And I'm just gonna okay. wait in the bottle until either he leaves because I can hear what's going on outside, or mm-hmm. like, or until time runs out. Just as sort of something to do while I'm waiting for him to vacate.
0: Alright, so uh you find a nice little perch up on one of the bookshelves and uh you just hop in your bottle and you hear a door slam, uh probably guessing it's the mayor slamming the door behind himself as he leaves. Uh, because he's definitely not gonna sit in his office after that. Uh <laughs> So uh, let's go to Steven real quick. Uh, You're storming out. Is that what's going on?
2: Oh, it's not storming. It's just walking powerfully. You're just walking very... Okay. It's like a a power walk is what I'm doing. Got you. Got you. I think it's quite intimidating. It's probably less intimidating than I think it is.
0: Okay. So uh, as you're walking out, you hear footsteps running behind you, and you hear uh, the mayor yelling after you, hey, hey, hold up a minute.
2: Yes, have you decided to accept the good word of America's before, you know, we got to open a can of whoop-ass on this town?
0: I haven't decided to accept any words, especially no words that you're saying right now, but you do seem like you're a strong strong willed man at the very least and by the look at what you're wearing looks like you can probably swing a sword or two. Is that right?
2: Oh, you mean a sword like this and then I pull my broadsword off my back. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Look at this baby. You know, (laughs) this is this ain't just some foreign sword. This is made local and you know it's quality because we make good swords over in America. Oh, God. <laughs> well, like I like, feel like this and I hand it to him. I'm like, that, that's real steel rat right there. That ain't no, as you, ha- as, you know, as you hand it to him, plastic. he just like
0: almost drops oh! it. He's clearly not a very strong man.
2: One second, I did let Max out of here.
0: <laughs> okay. So, uh, do you do anything? You hear the door slam and you're kind of guessing that the mayor uh, went after Steven, but you might not Uh, go ahead and actually roll a perception check for me.
1: Okay. Perception. I got a 20.
0: Okay. So yeah, you know that uh, you heard the footsteps uh, walking down the hallway and you clearly knew that uh, the mayor left, so.
1: Okay, I'm going to pop out of the bottle. I'm going to start going through some papers.
0: All right. So uh, you fly over to his desk where he was working and uh, you see on his desk, it's a half written note to the governor. And it's basically just saying, uh, hey, we still haven't gotten the monkeys back. We have no idea where they went. It has crippled our production and we just, we need assistance in, uh, Oh, well, it just says we need assistance. And then it looks like he was abruptly stopped before he could finish uh, the note, and as you pick around his desk, you just see a couple more uh, you see some like letters from people in the town being concerned about uh, these fiends attacking they don't really know who they are uh, they just keep attacking the farms and local area. Uh, you see one note from uh, it's from Herschel. You don't know who that is, but it says, uh, one of my other caravans has been attacked. Uh, there's, uh, we've lost everything. Uh, one man dead, two others wounded. What should I do? We need protection. Uh, and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, do you want to like, peek through the drawers or anything
1: like that? One second. Attacked caravan, right? That's where the last thing?
0: Yep. So it's from Herschel, and it says uh, our caravans are being attacked. Uh, This is the third one this month.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'd like to look through the drawers as well.
0: Okay. Uh, So uh, the top drawer is locked, and then as you go down, you open it up, and there's just like some wax, some uh, extra candles, some extra pins, some paper, some ink, you know, classic things that you'd find in the drawer. There's a little pouch of money in the bottom drawer. It looks like it's just like an extra stash that he keeps along with a, a bottle of skim a peculiar something. liquid.
1: Okay, so bottle of peculiar liquid. Kind of want to, I think I'll add that to my. It's going to grab okay. that.
0: And then in that pouch, there's five gold coins. Looks like it's just like a a little sack that he keeps just in, it's like a rainy day. All right. uh, So, do you look at anything else in the room or?
1: Uh, What else is there in the room?
0: Uh, So, you see a couple pictures hanging up on the walls. Uh, People that have a very familiar, like uh, familial resemblance to the person you just saw. You're guessing that it's probably his uh, uh, family. And, oh, and so on those papers that you saw, you saw his name. His name is Gregory Nabana V. So you see, like, four other paintings that you're guessing are his fathers before him that kind of founded the town and made it what it is. And then if uh, you look at the bookshelves, you just see that... They're, the books on there are pretty dusty. Like they pretty clearly haven't been pulled off the shelves anytime uh, recently. Uh, go ahead and roll me an investigation check, real quick.
1: Okay, investigation. Nope. I got a nine.
0: All right. Uh, so you don't see anything too out of the pla- like too out of place. Uh, there's some. Interesting gold bookends if uh, you want to <laughs> rob him blind. Uh, there's a knife just uh, sitting on the bookcase. It looks like it might be used to open letters or uh, maybe uh, like cut some bread occasionally if he needs it. You know, just like an everyday. It's not too sharp, but sharp enough to get uh, what he do needs done.
1: Okay. All
0: right. Uh, and then that's pretty much everything in there.
1: Then I just maybe about all I can find out. I'm gonna squeeze underneath the door, unless the door is still open, then I'm just gonna fly out.
0: Oh uh, yeah, the door's closed, but uh how big are you?
1: I can squeeze through a space that's one inch tall. That's one inch wide.
0: So uh you cannot squeeze under the door. It mm-hmm. is slightly too small.
1: Then I will I guess wait until someone opens the door and then fly out.
0: All right. Oh there is an open window if you want to go through that. It looks yeah. like the window that that's right in front of his desk was just like cracked open to let some let some air in.
1: I'll do that and I'll fly back up and get back into the house the way I came in originally.
0: Okay. So uh, you just like you make your loop around and uh, you make your way back into the second floor hallway, and uh, it's empty, uh, you're guessing that the mayor must have gone downstairs. Uh, anything else you want to do up here? Or there There are two other doors uh, on the left side of the hallway.
1: Uh, for now, I'm just going to see if there are um, any, if there's like a basement in this house.
0: Okay. Uh, so do you want to fly downstairs then?
1: Yeah, I want to see what's okay. in the house.
0: All right, then. So you make your way downstairs, and as you do, you see that on the landing, uh, you see, you see Jorge and oh my God, I how did I not okay? <laughs>
1: Gregory. Um,
0: so you see Jorge and uh, Gregory talking on the landing. And uh, they're clear. You could just fly right past them. The mayor is extremely uh, engaged in this conversation. It looks like uh, Jorge just gave him his sword, so it might be a little bit confusing. But I'm
1: confused. Okay. Yep.
2: I feel like yep. at this point you should be used to this kind of nonsense happening.
1: Huh? I mean, yeah, yeah, you're pretty used
2: to him just barging
0: in places and demanding. So.
1: In general, right, and then, I've got my familiar just kind of giving me a running dialogue of what he's, what's happening with Jorge, just so that I'm like, is he getting himself in trouble again? Okay. All
0: right. Uh, so you make your way down to the first floor, and then we'll head back to the conversation between uh, Jorge and the mayor. All right.
2: I just, so I go ahead and take my sword back. From essentially, this whole time, I've just been, you know, going on and on about the you know, relative superiority of yeah. um, America's steel. Because if it's not made by the Church of America, it's just really not worth not worth anything. Yeah, sure, it's true. Sure. All right. Uh, I was so, like, so you, were so saying we, something, you were saying something about, uh, or, or, oh, what was my accent? So you were saying something about a job, though. You know, I don't work with, as the teachings of America say, you will not work with no comic bastards unless they're giving you money. Then it's fair game. So what's this job? Well,
0: so you seem like you really care about what was my accent for the mayor? I can't even remember. <laughs>
2: He's ah, just kind of flabbergasted by what's happening. He's lost. <laughs>
0: He's <laughs> completely lost his accent. Uh, so you seem like you really care about uh, the workers here. You know, the
2: well, the I wouldn't monkeys. say that I care about the workers so much as I care about you being a democracy. You see the. Well, decision? I guess, but all about freedom dude, is what I'm saying.
0: I'm just hoping that you could help us find our our monkeys. Just so they were forcefully taken from us, from what we can tell. Uh were
2: they taken or did they leave because they were tired of the oppressive, oppressive banana republic regime that you're running here?
0: So when we went out to the houses uh, at the plantation just to see, like, because we did think that maybe they just run off and uh, we scoured the forest. There was no sign of them. And as soon as we went back to their houses, uh, they were completely trashed. Uh, almost uh, all of their stuff was burnt. So we assume somebody stole them, uh, and we just need some help finding them. Also, uh, our banana plantations keep getting attacked by these fiends that no one's gotten a good look at them. They just hop through the trees and take the bananas
2: and run. Did the attacks start after your employees that aren't paid absconded or was it before that they started uh right
0: before they were taken
2: so uh do you think that these uh these fiends you've been calling them do you think they they ate your monkeys or do you think this is like a you know coincidence
0: we're not really sure uh so the attacks started happening about a month before uh our monkeys were taken and we're not really sure what to do now because we don't have any workers to take the bananas off of the trees. And, well, Herschel's not going to do that himself, so.
2: Well, you know, I'm not going to lie to you because I would never do that unless it helped me, you know, and myself. But I'm laying with the teachings of Americas, but I'm not going to lie to you. I will help you find your monkeys, but it's just because I'm gonna to try to use them to overthrow you. Just think you should know that. But you know, if I'm already trying to find your monkeys and you want me to pay, want to pay me to do it, you know, like my mama used to say, whenever she took me up to the cave to show me where I was born, I was born in the cave. You see, um, whenever she took me up to the cave, she said, you know, boy, don't piss on a perfectly good poking stick, and so I'm not about to do that right now. And then I smart, walk away. No, I'm very smart. <laughs> I walk away.
0: Okay. Uh, I guess he just, uh, uh, as you're walking away, he just like runs his hands through his hair and is like very nervously runs back upstairs. Uh, do you just leave the building entirely?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm gone. I I accomplished what I went there to do. So. Yeah, up until Blotten
0: comes back, I'm just gonna be hanging out. Okay. Uh, so Andrew, we'll move back to you. Uh, You're on the first floor now. Uh, are you just flying around?
1: Yeah, I'm just like I'm gonna go through some open. If I see any open doors, I'll go through them. I guess kind of. I'm just kind of scouting right now, but I'm really looking for a basement.
0: Okay. So go ahead and give me a quick investigation check.
1: 14. 14. Okay.
0: So uh as you fly around the the main floor, uh you can see there's a kitchen, just like a nice dining area. Uh in the kitchen, there it, it does look like there's a little uh, staircase down towards what you might what you think is probably just a cellar, uh but obviously you don't know yet. Uh and uh you see the the lady of the house uh walking around uh prepping stuff as You know, uh, like the cook is prepping some food in the kitchen and, uh, the lady is, uh, preparing the dining table. So do you wish to go down to the cellar? Yes. All right. So as you make your way down, uh, it looks like just a generic cellar, honestly, like it's got some good food stores. Uh, you see some meat hanging up, uh, uh, some cases of wine, uh, some other just like foods, goods that are being stored down there. And roll me another investigation check real quick.
1: Eleven.
0: Uh, that's pretty much all you see. Uh, there's it's, the wine is a pretty decent vintage from what you can tell. So. Hmm.
1: But no skeletons, as far as I can tell.
0: No, nothing crazy down there.
1: Maybe I should go look through some closets. Maybe I'll do that. Okay. Uh,
0: Can you open doors?
1: I can. I'm a small creature. I can open doors.
0: Okay. So I guess you go ahead and roll me another stealth check.
1: You could be conspicuous. Ooh, I got a six. Ooh.
0: So as you're making your way out of the the cellar, uh, the cook is making her way down into the cellar, and you bump right into her. She kind of she startles. Uh, she was n- clearly not aware that you were there until she hits you, and she <laughs> and she just, just kind of looks at you and was like, "What are you?"
1: I. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use minor illusion. Oh, okay. How can
0: I? To, uh, You're not in any trouble right now, Andrew. I am going to tell you that right You could just easily like go past her and not say anything and leave.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm going to keep going, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to use minor illusion to make it sound like someone is calling for her in another room. Gotcha. Okay.
0: So you heard the voice. Oh, you heard the voice of the mayor. So, I mean, you could just like have it be like the mayor's calling for her. Yeah. You don't know what her name is, though. So what do you say?
1: Hmm. Actually, alternative. Is this the sort of house that would have like a bell or something like that that would indicate that someone's trying to get her attention, like the cook's attention or a
0: uh, there is like a bell for the door uh there's like a dinner bell but she would typically be ringing that although
1: so there's not like a servant's bell thing or it's like you pull on the bell to get it to your servant's attention
0: roll an intelligent uh, intelligence check real quick for me
1: all right i got an 18.
0: okay so you would know that uh for uh she would be the one who typically rang the dinner bell for food, and that if somebody else did ring it, she would get quite upset, so...
1: Okay, then I'll do that. I'll make it sound like the dinner bell's ringing. All right. Some annoying Uh, kid banging on it.
0: She hears that and immediately uh, turns around and screams out, Barbara, are you ringing that damn bell again? And goes back up the stairs.
1: Yes, I'm gonna... Follow behind. Trying to be more stealthy this time.
0: All right, uh, so, give me one second here. Uh, I'm just gonna tell you, there's really nothing to find on the first floor here. Uh, I mean, there's a couple closets that you could peek around through, but there's just gonna be some like coats and...
1: There's no skeletons anywhere. I thought there'd be skeletons.
0: None that you found.
1: Why are all
0: of these idioms lying to me? All right, so uh, do you leave then?
1: Um, I also will check the second floor for stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, You make your way up to the second floor again, and uh, you've already checked out the mayor's office. So if you go into either one of the doors on the left side of the hallway, they're just. Pretty generic looking uh, bedrooms. I'm not even going to have you roll for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one on the. So the one closest to the stairs is unlocked and it looks like it's probably just a guest bedroom for like if somebody's visiting or something like that. And then uh, if you try to open up the other one, it is locked. So.
1: Okay. Then I am just going to. Well, hmm. did I find the key? Would I have seen a key for this sort of thing anywhere? I've been pretty much through the whole house at this point.
0: Uh, no keys found. You're guessing the key's probably on the mayor or on his wife, so.
1: Okay, then. Is there a window near this door that I could potentially peek through on the outside of the house?
0: Oh yeah, there's probably a window on the outside of the house that you could peek through if you really want to. Okay,
1: what, what, do I, what can I see through the window?
0: and uh, so the curtains are closed but you can probably see like in through a crack you just see like a bed like uh you're guessing it's probably the mayor's like personal quarters where he and his wife sleep so you just see like a a cupboard and stuff like that you know what you would find in a typical bedroom hmm. you see you do see a family portrait however that it has a a little boy in it that that you haven't seen any kids around, so Just something to note
1: curious he so I think it's it's probably their bedroom I didn't see any other bedrooms right throughout the house my search
0: no uh you only the two bedrooms
1: in that case, I'm going to. Reports back to Stephen's character
0: to Jorge yeah. Was- Washington,
1: Yeah, to Jorge Washingtono. And Jorge, are you there with the plan of coming back later? Potentially, I thank
0: you. so y'all meet up, uh, in the main like village area, uh, just like on the path as Steven's kind of scouting out the village. Uh, well,
2: actually, go ahead and
0: give me a quick perception check, Stephen. Actually, no, go investigation.
2: What I'm doing is actually, I'm just going to go ahead and start walking to the plantation. So that's what okay. I'm going I, I know that um, he'll catch up with me because it's yeah. familiar with me, so he'll know where I am. So I'm just going to start walking there because I know that's like the next thing that we're going to be doing, I think.
0: All right, then. So uh as you make your way to the plantation andrew eventually catches up to you and uh you get up to the main uh plantation proper as you're walking through you do see uh you see a very large building like it clearly the mayor's house is, it might be the mayor's house but this might be the where the true power in the village lies uh and so it's a very massive plantation home with uh, three stories, a very large like uh, porch right in front. Uh, so, and as you're walking up, you do see a pretty old like white-haired man, a uh, pretty thick beard, uh, got some typical like farmers garb on. Uh, and then that's where we'll end it. All right. It. All right. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on our first episode of Natty One. Uh, It honestly did not uh, go the direction that I thought it would, Uh, but it was, I think it was pretty fun. So I mean, I'm ready to to
2: give these monkeys some democracy.
0: Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I'm ready for this, uh, story to play out because I've been kind of brewing it up in my head for a little bit and there's a bunch of little twists and turns that I'm ready for you to find. So, uh, it's going to be fun. And hopefully next episode we can get into a little bit more, uh, combat. Uh, this was very, uh, story oriented first episode. I guess it's, I like the role playing aspect. So it's probably my favorite part about D&D. So it's fun
2: build the characters. That way whenever we end up dying it has emotional weight.
0: Exactly, exactly. Although I don't know if anyone's going to be too attached to Jorge Washingtono.
2: I'm very attached to Jorge. I don't know <laughs>